Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today, I want to talk about coupons. Coupons, yeah. Maybe maybe some of you aren't as familiar with coupons as those of us who are really old are. But it used to be back in the day, people would get newspapers delivered to their houses. And on Sundays especially, there would be circulars. And what some people would do, line up the circulars, look through the circulars, and uh, look through all the ads of the grocery stores, all that kind of stuff, and figure out what items you needed. And also there was another package in the circular on Sunday that had a whole bunch of coupons. Eight cents off of Green Giant um, peas or 30 cents off of Starkiss tuna in the 3.5 ounce can. Presumably you're all familiar with the concept of the grocery coupon. And my mother, who doesn't do as much shopping as she used to, used to love coupons. Absolutely love coupons. Part of it was she loved reading newspapers. For the longest time, she saw to it that despite living in Rockford, she would get the Rockford and the Chicago newspapers. Not only because now she had two entire newspapers to read every day. That was just her thing. She loves news. She loves learning. She loves knowing things. Something from 1974 comes up in discussion. And she, I remember that. She probably does because she read the newspaper that day. She read every single article in the newspaper. And once she was done reading every single article in the newspaper, she'd get to the circulars. Okay, now we're going to check this grocery store. Ooh, that's a good price on um, chicken. I think we're going to stop by there and get some of that. She would make out a list. She would have a list with four different grocery stores on it. And she would go to all different grocery stores and pick up the sale items at all the different grocery stores. Sale the lowest price at between the four for the things that she needed to get. Uh, in store sales, definitely all over that. Um, bring the coupons. Make sure that if one of them expires on September 30th, once it starts getting to September, she has to find it. She has to find it because sa saving money was what she did. Then, then you threw in. Back, oh, what was it, 15, 20 years ago, they started throwing in double coupons, triple coupons? Oh, my goodness, she was all over that. And, 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 if a store would even think about going out of business, there'd be like 30% off or 70% off. Forget it. My mother loved coupons. She loved coupons. She loved the newspaper. 
this going online thing and checking in, not so much. She loved the newspaper. She could read. She could commit the articles, the words to read them and commit them to her memory. And she loved it. She absolutely loved it. Now, what, you're thinking, does a blasted 30 cent off ice cream have to do with Chicago Cubs baseball? Actually, quite a bit. Actually, quite a bit. I, I'm going to start off with something that is uh, self-evident. I don't need to say. Coupons are legal. If <sighs> General Mills decides they want to have an 80%, uh, 80 cents off on 26 or more ounces of Cheerios, it is legal. It is is completely legal. There is no law that's going to say, no, you can't do that. Perhaps there might be a store here or there that doesn't honor coupons for one reason or another. Uh, I don't I don't think um, Aldi does anything with coupons, but uh, usually the, the store is usually paid off. You know, if it's a 30%, 30 cents off on, you know, whatever the item is, the store will usually get the 30 cents refunded plus 8 cents or something like that. So, you know, it, it's, it, it usually works out for the grocery store. But um, coupons are legal. It is completely legal to shop for the item where it's least expensive and it's also completely legal to decide, do I want to get, do I want to get the frozen pizza that's going to cost me four and a half dollars? Or do I want the one that's a little bit bigger and only costs two and a half dollars, even though it's a lesser brand name? You're allowed to do that. It is completely legal. Now let's talk about baseball. Let's talk about baseball. Since I don't know who you are specifically, um, I don't know what you think about what the Cubs are probably going to be doing over the next 10 days. I don't know if you are going to be having a crying fit when one or more of the Cubs are traded. And I can't blame you if you do. We get attached to certain people, to certain things, and we get used to them being part of our lives. And if Chris Bryant or Anthony Rizzo or Jack Peterson is traded, it can shatter our day. No, I didn't want him traded. Should have traded somebody else. Well, nobody's trading for Eric Sogard. Nobody's trading for Jake Arrieta because they have absolutely no value and possibly negative value in some cases. But back, back to, I don't know what you prefer. I don't, it's, it's entirely legal what the Cubs are about to do this next 10 days. Whatever, they, they can sell half of them. 
They can sell two thirds of them. They or they can trade half of them. They can trade two thirds of them. They can trade all of them. They can keep all of them. They can do whatever they want. It's entirely legal, just like coupons. I don't know how far the Cubs are going to push it. I really don't know, but I'm personally in favor of pushing it as far as it can go. Push as far as it can go because I'm not smart enough to be able to tell you. I'm not smart enough to be able to tell you which prospects will do how well over the course of the next five or six years. I don't know. I'm not that smart. Uh, Bryce Ball acquired from Atlanta's organization in the Jack Peterson trade. Was over for 2 last night, but he had two walks. Is he going to be a guy? I don't know. But he's certainly going to be of more value for the Cubs in 2022-2023 than Jack Peterson is if Jack Peterson signs elsewhere next year. It's a coupon thing. If you can get value by cutting this coupon out, taking it to the grocery store, and giving it to the cashier, and the cashier knocks 30 cents off your bill, that's value. You might not want to do it, and that's that's perfectly fine. I know a lot. I, I don't like to do coupons. There have been times where I did coupons, but uh, I just... I, I don't really like reading the newspaper. The uh, paper clutters. Boy, that's a sentence. Um, and I, I, I'm not a huge coupon fan. But if you can do something where you can do something in the here and now, it's really not going to affect much. So. If the Cubs do this or make this move or that move, they're still probably not going to make the playoffs. In the here and now, it's not going to make that much difference. Will it make the team less enjoyable to watch in 2011? Yeah, probably. But if they make moves in 2021, in July of 2021, with an eye toward the future, the players that they acquire will be in spring training in 2022. Most likely, most likely they'll be playing. Some of them might get hurt because that happens as well. But what the Cubs are thinking about doing is entirely legal. It may be totally objectionable to you. And realistically, that's beside the board. That's by the board. What Jed Hoyer is thinking, I'm pretty sure on this, I'm pretty sure on this, I can't prove it, but looking at the return in the U Darvish trade, looking at the return in the Jack Peterson trade, it really seems like, at least to a very large extent, Jed Hoyer is thinking, 2021, really not as important as 2023, 2024, and 2025. He has to have a good team in 2024 and 2025 to get a renewal of his job. 
So since his team has to be good in 2024 and 2025 to get his job renewed, do you think 2024 and 2025 are more important or less important than 2021? It's entirely legal what the Cubs are going to do. There are going to be some people who say, this is a crime against competitiveness. No, it isn't. Not at all. This is exactly like what the Astros were doing in the early to, uh, 2008 to 2012 in that range. And all a bunch of years where it's like, eh, we don't care. We don't really care. And their TV ratings dropped to zero. Zero TV ratings. Oh my goodness. This is horrible. 2017. They're the world champs. Now, it's not necessarily as easy to do as it used to be. There are different punishments, different penalties, different limitations. And normally there are a lot of teams who are going to be selling down the deadline. But I'll use an example, St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals don't know if they're buying or selling. And the reality is with the St. Louis Cardinals, of the players that they would buy or sell, they're not going to trade Yadier Molina. They're not going to trade Adam Wainwright. They're not going to trade Jack Flaherty. Who are they going to trade? There's really not a whole lot of guys that they can trade. The Cubs have lined things up. What do you specifically want, Jed asks to another baseball ops guy. Well, we kind of like a lefty reliever. We got Andrew Chafin. Kind of like a closer. We've got Craig Kimbrell. Kind of like a right-handed relief pitcher. We've got Ryan Tapera. Got Dan Winkler, if you want him. We'd really like a catcher. Well, we have Wilson Contreras not really looking to get rid of him, but if you're willing to go over the top. The Cubs have what teams need. Kind of like a starting pitcher. Kyle Davies can give you four, four and a third innings, which is more than Trevor Bauer is going to give you. The Cubs have what teams need. And as to what that will bring about in 2022, I'm not sure there's going to be a major league season in 2022. But if there is, I'll expect the Cubs will have a whole lot of more guys like, oh, uh, Jack Peterson and Kyle Davies that they bring in on one or two year deals and trade them in July if things break apart. That's what I'd expect. But uh, coupons are legal. Rebuilds are legal. And since they're legal, since the league hasn't banned them, since the owners are completely good with other owners not really caring about a season, Cubs are taking advantage of the coupons available to them. Will they parlay it into success into the future? Eh, I'll sit back and watch. We'll find out. I, I don't know how good Bryce Ball is going to be. Some people like to, oh, but you're saying Bryce, Bryce Ball is going to be a... No, I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying anything about him. 
I'm not saying anything about him except he was uh, Fangraph's 12th best prospect in the Braves system. And he was a 40-plus. And it was acquired for Jack Peterson, who, um, I, I don't know, 15 years when people ask, uh, were these players on the Chicago Cubs? Jack Peterson. It very well could be that there are some very good Chicago Cubs fans who, damn, I forgot he was on the Cubs. That's very possible. Jack Peterson is a very forgettable player. At least as far as I'm concerned with the Cubs. And he brings back Bryce Ball, who is a 40-plus in Fangraphs. And yeah, I, I'm cheating. I'm using Fangraphs numbers. I'm using Fangraphs logic. I'm using pretty much everything in Fangraphs because, well, they're there and they're available. Don't have to crawl behind a paywall to get their information. You can see exactly their math. Add Bryce Ball, add $4 million to the farm value. It's not that hard. Um, coupons are legal. The rebuild is illegal. And without question, getting upset that Chris Bryant gets traded instead of getting extended by an owner who you think ought to be interested in spending more money on his... Uh, um, financial investment than he does, that's legal too. Whole thing, all of it's legal. And since the parsing out of players in late July is completely legal, it might start happening any day or continuing. Thanks for stopping by. Have a nice day. Be safe. Be nice to others. And it looks, looks a little bit uh, sloppy outside. So if it's sloppy in your area, be safe. Happy Wednesday.